Hi, and welcome to the Bible Tribe with Seeing Deep Ministries, where we see deep in a shallow world and overcome the battles of the mind with the Word of God. God's deliverance always has a higher purpose than saving us. God's rescue of us is not just about us, but about those who witness His rescue. Reading today from the book of Numbers, chapters 33 through 36, and the verse of the day is Numbers 33, verse 4b. The Lord had also executed judgments on their gods. In context, God had just delivered his people from the Egyptians, but he accomplished more than just their freedom. He made it clear that there is only one God. Over and over again in scripture, we see the heart of God is that people might know him. The method as to how they know him depends on their obedience or not. Reading in a bit more context, Numbers 33, verse 4, the whole verse says, While the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had fatally struck among them, the Lord had also executed judgments against their gods. Each of the ten plagues that God did in his rescue of the Israelites were judgments against specific gods in that culture, which were not really gods at all. But according to gotquestions.org, the Egyptians, like many pagan cultures, worshipped a wide variety of nature gods and attributed to their powers the natural phenomena they saw in the world around them. When Moses approached Pharaoh, depending and demanding that he let the people go, Pharaoh responded by saying, Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go, Exodus 5.2. Thus began the challenge to show whose God was more powerful. The first plague, turning the Nile to blood, was a judgment against Apis, the god of the Nile, Isis, the goddess of the Nile, and Kanum, the guardian of the Nile. The Nile was also believed to be the bloodstream of Osiris, who was reborn each year when the river flooded. The second plague, bringing frogs from the Nile, was a judgment against Heket, the frog-headed goddess of birth. Frogs were thought to be sacred and not to be killed. God had the frogs invade every part of the homes of the Egyptians, and when the frogs died, their stinking bodies were heaped up in offensive piles all through the land. The third plague, gnats, was a judgment on Set, the god of the desert. The fourth plague, flies, was a judgment on Uati, the fly god. The fifth plague, the death of livestock, was a judgment on the goddess Hathor and the god Apis, who were both depicted as cattle. The sixth plague, boils, was a judgment against several gods over health and disease. I think it was Sekhenet, Sunu, and Isis. The seventh plague, hail, attacked Nut, the sky goddess, Osiris, the crop fertility god, and Set, the storm god. The eighth plague, Locusts again focused on Nut, Osiris, and Set. The later crops, wheat and rye, which had survived the hail, were now devoured by the swarms of locusts. And the ninth plague, darkness, was aimed at the sun god, Re, who was symbolized by Pharaoh himself. For three days, the land of Egypt was smothered with an unearthly darkness, but the homes of the Israelites had light. The tenth and last plague, the death of the firstborn males, was a judgment on Isis, the protector of children. People can have their superstitions, good luck charms, what have you, but they are not alive and they offer no hope. There's only one God. I chose the key word gods, little g, but it is the Hebrew word Elohim. 
According to the theological workbook of the Old Testament, when indicating the true God, Elohim functions as the subject of all divine activity revealed to man and as the object of all true reverence and fear from men. Cultures can invoke the name of their little g-god by using the same form, but their god is not real and cannot save. Thought of the day. God's rescue of us is not just about us, but about those who witness his rescue. Application. What little g-gods do we have in our lives that need to be judged and dismissed? May we be so close to God that it is a witness to others who see his favor and activity in our lives. Go with God and his precious word, friends. Tune in tomorrow as we head back into the book of Second Chronicles.